Your finances will leave a long-lasting impact on your family. After all, you only retire once. If you're looking to discuss all things pertaining to your retirement, you've come to the right place. This is Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Matters. I'm Mark Kaywood alongside Michael Stewart. He is the founder at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial with an office in Crystal Lake, Illinois. You can find him online at crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. Or you can always call 815-526-3092. That's 815-526-3092. Michael, I know you've got your MBA in finance, you're a registered financial consultant, so we know you're just well equipped to answer some questions today that we've gotten from listeners and just dive into all things retirement matters. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mark. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Yes, pleasure to be with you. At the time of this recording, we are just now jumping into fall, into football season. An exciting time of the year, wouldn't you say so? Absolutely. Football season's the best. It is. I love it. It's finally starting to get cool, too, which is... So, well, as always, we want to kick it off with a little bit of news that's happening this time of year. Let's see what's going on in the news. Extra, extra, read all about it. That's right. We like to see what's going on in the world around us and how that news might apply to our financial life. Now, Michael, there was a recent discussion on Twitter with the hashtag why I'm not rich, where people explained why they think they aren't wealthy. For your clients and other people that you visit with, how do they define wealthy? And maybe even better, how do you define it? Yeah, well, since we're entering football season, it's probably that they're not 6'6", 300 pounds and got drafted by the Chicago Bears. That's probably why they think they're not rich. Right. They didn't just sign that largest deal in history. Like, who did that just recently? Aaron Rodgers just got that deal. (laughs) I shouldn't mention that, though, I guess, in Bears territory here. We're okay. We're on the upswing, so we'll take that. (laughs) This is a common theme. When I'm talking with prospective clients, some clients will meet me and say, you know what, I know it's not much, but I've only saved $200,000 for retirement. Whereas other times, we get the quote, I know it's not much, but I've only saved $2 million for retirement. I'm worried about running out of money in retirement. And there's really probably three different things that are important to consider here. And the first is, whether it's $200,000 they saved or $2 million, the number's not what's important. It's what can that number do for you that's important. Now, if you've got a large pension and large Social Security, then you may not need a large balance saved since most of your income is guaranteed for life. Now, if you don't have a pension and maybe only Social Security, but you do have a large retirement balance, then that large retirement balance might be required to maintain that same lifestyle that you're accustomed to. The second one is that, you know, your net worth isn't your only consideration. We're seeing this a lot more with individuals, you know, especially when they're, why am I not rich? Some people don't want what comes with that. How's your health, family relationships, quality of life? I've got clients that are retired, don't have a very huge account balance, and things are a little tight financially, but they love the life and retirement that they have. Big quality, maybe lower balances. I've also come across others that have large balances. They've done a great job saving, but they're so afraid to spend any of it that they're just miserable sitting on this pile of money that they won't let go or actually use for their quality of life. And they're kind of holding things so tight for a rainy day that may never come. Now, that third thing about why I'm not rich is, you know, when they go with the hashtag why I'm not rich, it can usually explain a little bit more easily that maybe they didn't do the things required to get there. Save more, spend less. Dave Ramsey always says, live like no one does now so you can live like no one can later. And basically, it's stop trying to keep up with the Joneses by spending all your money on things that don't benefit you in the long run, be it expensive cars, big home, taking on debt, you know, kind of living for today. And we all need some of that. But really, we need to focus on a little bit more longer term because we might have a retirement that's going to last 25, 30 years. Now, that being said, at our first visit, I get our clients to understand that despite how well or not 
that they've saved for retirement up to this point, we are where we are. Let's put that plan together that ensures that going forward, we're on the right track and identify what needs to be done today because we can't control the past. We have to focus on the present and the future, and then maybe we can get them a little bit closer. So, you know, hashtag why I'm rich going forward. I like that thinking, Michael. You're really flipping the retirement paradigm on its head and kind of challenging some of the traditional thoughts that we have when we think about retirement and saving for retirement. We'll actually expand a little bit on that in our topic later on here in the podcast. But first, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Let's see what's going on in the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. That's right. We love to take our podcast listeners' questions. Today is no exception from some great questions that are coming in. We've got one from Jack in Lakewood. Jack says, we're retiring in two years and planning to sell our home and move to the beach. But home values in our neighborhood are sky high right now, so I'm wondering if I should sell now and rent for a couple of years. Is that a bad idea to rent at this stage of life? Now, Jack, that's a great question. One I'm having more often with clients that are preparing for retirement, especially if it's in the next year or two. In fact, we recently had a client of mine who's retiring next summer, so about nine months away, and they're moving out of state. They actually head to the Carolinas. They just sold their home as they liked the price they could get today, and they saw the home as just one more thing that they didn't want to have to worry about selling or risk it holding them back when they decided to finally retire next year. Another consideration is how does the sales price of the home impact your future retirement and your retirement income plans. And what I mean is, are you counting on some of the proceeds of the sale of this home to contribute to income and retirement? If so, it might be more important and less risky for you to sell now, know exactly what you're getting today, rather than hoping prices are gonna be the same or higher in the future when you retire. You know, Jack, why is this even an issue? Before 2008, before the financial crisis, everyone thought that real estate just went up over time. And when many individuals approaching retirement had their incomes and their homes drop by 30, 40, 60% in the financial crisis, we all realized that what goes up may come down, and that even includes real estate. So Jack, you know, if you are within 12 to 24 months of retiring and you plan to leave the area anyhow, why not accomplish two things? First, lock in today's value, sell the current home and rent for that short period of time. And second, maybe just as important, You'll have cash in hand as a buyer for your next beach home that you can lock up the home whenever you want if the right one comes along even before you retire or if real estate prices do slide you're going to have cash in hand to take advantage of that decline rather than get hurt by it so jack congratulations on the upcoming retirement and don't forget to invite me to the new beach house for annual review I was about to say, Jack, we should get up with you down there at the beach. That sounds like a great place to be in retirement. That's exciting. Thanks for writing in, and good luck. All right, Michael, as we said on the show today, we're going to kind of challenge some traditional paradigms, right, when it comes to thinking about retirement. There's a lot more to retirement planning than picking just investments. That's how we often think of it, though, is, you know, what's the next stock to get? Where am I going to hit that home run? But it's so much more than that. Is your advisor helping you navigate all of these essential areas that we're going to hit on? We're going to go through quite a few here. Let me just kick it off with Social Security. I know that's one that, especially if you're in that 55, 60 range, you're starting to think about. If you're already retired, I know it's on your mind. Michael, explain Social Security a little bit, what we should be thinking about when we have that conversation. Oh, I absolutely will. Social Security is a big one. We do quarterly workshops, primarily just fully educational at the local community center and village hall, explaining the nuances of Social Security because a lot of people are either misinformed or uninformed. 
But just before I tackle that, I just want to kind of go into that as we kind of start talking through a couple of these kind of bullet points on more than just investments. Our practice is holistic in the sense that we assist individuals with their investment management, but more importantly, we cover all these things financial as part of a larger plan. Yeah, we'll cover the investments, but we're going to cover social security, how you're going to generate predictable income, how to manage personal risk like long-term care and proactive tax reduction strategies. You know, so one of the examples that you gave was Social Security. The questions that a lot of people have is, you know, maybe I want to retire early. So when do I start it? Do I take Social Security at 62? Do I take it at 66? What happens if I wait till 70? You know, there's all different nuances there. Spousal options are huge as well for two reasons. One is depending on the lower earning spouse's Social Security benefit, they might qualify for half of their current spouse's benefit, which might be more than their own. So you want to coordinate that to be able to maximize it. Spousal benefits also come into play for survivor benefits. Now, none of us like to think about survivor benefits or one of our spouses passing away. But anytime we do any kind of retirement income planning, we always say, hey, okay, we've got our ducks in a row, our investments, our taxes, our Social Security, all these different things. And the income is going to be great and it's going to be perfect for the rest of our life. But then we would double back on kind of plan B. What happens if 5, 10, 15 years from now, one of you were to pass early? And then we say, how does the retirement income picture look that way? Because if we do claim Social Security benefits early, it impacts spousal benefits as well. And the last thing on Social Security is, you know, a lot of people think that Social Security is not taxable. And when it was originally rolled out, it wasn't taxable as income. But now the income limits are so low that about 65% of all individuals, single or married, wind up paying some sort of income tax on their Social Security. So we definitely want to coordinate all that, irregardless of what's going on with the investment side. Another area that you should be thinking about, Michael, is that of pensions. Now, before we even get into that conversation, are pensions something that you still see around as much anymore for folks retiring? Being in the Chicago marketplace, plus we have some clients pretty much all throughout the country, and a lot of major cities, we do for some of your more established companies, individuals that have been working for companies for you know, 30, 40 plus years or companies that are you know, 50, 100 years plus old. We do, especially in this area, GE Healthcare Division, Motorola. There's a lot of individual ones that we have out this way that we do come across pensions actually quite often. You know, and some of the considerations as it relates to the pensions are really going to come down to you know, many times they'll have an option of, you know, you can take X amount a month, maybe it's $2,000 a month as a pension, or you could have a lump sum of $400,000, whatever the number happens to be. And then say, what's the best option? So we sit down with clients and kind of run through those numbers and say, you know, what's more important to us, given all the resources we have at our disposal, is a lump sum and pulling a little bit of income off of that, but keeping the lump sum more important, or is having a guaranteed income for the rest of your life more important? And everybody's answer is a little bit different depending on the other resources they have available. So we've been through Social Security. We've talked about pensions now. Let's talk about home-related issues, right? This is maybe more getting into that lifestyle of retirement a little bit. It's not just the dollars and cents, but your lifestyle is, of course, affected by your financial situation. So get into some of those home-related issues, why don't we? Yeah, some of the big things related to these home-related issues, it just much like our mailbag question with Jack and Lakewood, you know, many times a lot of our clients coming in either in retirement or approaching retirement are saying, you know what, we don't need the big house anymore. We don't need the three, four or five bedrooms. We want to downsize. So, you know, that becomes a consideration. Okay, if you are going to downsize, 
Are you staying in the area? Maybe a family, kids, grandkids still in the area? Or are you going to become a snowbird? Are you going someplace else? Are we going to have two different residences? How are we going to operate that? Another home-related issue is, is there any debt attached to it? Do we still have a mortgage or a home equity line out there? If so, then we got a plan for retirement income that determines, do we pay off that debt? Or do we use current cash flow to gradually pay it down? So it becomes very unique in the sense of how much money, how much retirement income we need in retirement is going to be a function of what liabilities we have out there, including what you decide to do with your home. Well, another factor you have to think about when determining how much income you'll need is your health situation, right? I mean, what's your health situation going to look like in retirement? Exactly. And what I found, I've been a financial planner for the last 18 years, and what I found probably the last three or four years has been less of beginning conversations about, you know, what stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what type of investment should I pick? And for those that have done a pretty good job of savings, the real considerations really have a lot to do more with healthcare in twofold. One, if they retire a little bit early before 65, then they've got a bridge. How do I get health insurance? How do I get medical coverage for myself and my spouse until we can just bridge all the way to Medicare? And for a couple that's in their 60s right now, early 60s or late 50s, retiring early, that could be up to $2,000 a month or $24,000 a year just for health care alone. In addition to that, they have consideration saying, yeah, we may have done a great job of saving, but what happens if one of us needs long-term care, either in the home or assisted living facility or full-blown care? We don't want that to devastate our finances. You know, so the health questions are very real and on top of minds of many of the individuals that walk through our doors. And finally, Michael, I want to come back to lifestyle and explore that just a little more in depth here before we close out the podcast today. And when I say lifestyle, again, you know, what do you want to do in retirement? Where are you going to go? And what is your lifestyle going to look like? Yeah, lifestyle is very important. You know, I have a thing that I always tell clients, and one of it is most of our clients, since we put a plan together for all of them, they're retiring to something. There's things that they want to do, how they're going to spend their time going forward in retirement. They're not retiring away from a job or from this company. So the difference there is that they kind of have it mapped out a little bit on how they're going to spend their time. They have a budget of what's going to be applicable to that. You know, now some of the things that set in, boredom sets in, you know, their health sits in, what kind of hobbies they have, you know, that becomes a consideration. Do they want to volunteer? Do they want to spend time with the grandkids? Do they want to travel? Those are all things from a lifestyle perspective that they want to make sure that they've kind of vetted out and not just individually, but if they're married, they want to have those very real conversations with their spouse ahead of time. So it's not a big surprise for either one of them. So, Michael, if somebody's thinking through some of these questions we presented right now, I know there's a lot of different elements that we've gotten at. And as we said, it really is more than just investments. We've seen that. I mean, there's that Social Security question. If you're working for one of those big companies in the area, maybe you have a pension you're trying to figure out what to do with. And maybe you are thinking through what you want to do in retirement, what health concerns you're going to have, where you want to live, what that looks like. If you have some of those questions, what does it look like for somebody to reach out to you, get in touch and just come in and visit for a little bit? Yeah, Mark, the first time someone comes in, a lot of times they'll ask, you know, oh, I already have a broker. How are you different? And, you know, by the end of the first meeting, they have a pretty good understanding what our differentiator is. And really, we coordinate all these important financial matters for our clients, not just the investments. We tell them when's the best time to take Social Security so they can maximize it for them and their spouse. How to take less risk, generate more income or retirement, how to pay for long-term care in the event that they or their spouse needs it. Most brokers just talk about investments. And the analogy that I use, and probably where our practice is a little bit different, 
is, you know, I used one of a doctor, you know, a generalist, you know, when all of us in our 20s and 30s, you know, we rarely needed doctor's visits, you know, and then even when we went, we really didn't care who it was. We just needed a shot or a prescription. So a generalist was fine. But as you get older, you get in your 50s and your 60s, it's more important that you have a specialist as there's more things that can go wrong. And after all, you only retire once. So I'm a retirement income specialist, and we understand that you need more than just investment advice. You need a bulletproof plan to generate income in retirement that has to last you for the rest of your lives. And that's what I do, and it's why it's more important and more than just about investments. And so if you do have some questions that you've gathered as you've listened to the podcast today, you want to know more about what it looks like to have that holistic retirement plan in place, again, focusing on areas of social security, your legacy you want to leave, income planning, health concerns, health insurance. If you want to have all of those different elements in place in retirement, you can reach out to Michael Stewart and his team at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial. Get answers to your questions. Just call 815-526-3092. That's 815-526-3092. You can schedule your visit with his team. Again, 815-526-3092. Crystal Lake is a one-stop shop with a CPA, enrolled agent, and paralegal all on staff. They can help when it comes to all things financial and any retirement matters. Michael Stewart, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. It has been my pleasure. Thanks, Mark. We'll do it all again next time on another edition of Retirement Matters. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. The information provided herein is for training or educational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities, investments, investment strategies, or investment advice relating to securities, nor is the information or representation that any security is a suitable or appropriate investment for any person. Before acting on any advice, you should consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial situation and needs. Please contact us to obtain our disclosure brochure relating to the services offered by Sound Income Strategies, LLC, and consider its contents before making any decisions. Where quoted, past performance is not indicative of future performance. Sound Income Strategies, LLC does not represent or warrant that the contents of this program are suitable for you from a compliance, regulatory, legal, or any other perspective. We shall have no responsibility for your use or non-use of the program or any portion thereof.